This is Shutters Inc. with Bruce Williams and Glenn Lavender. Hi, and welcome to episode 466 of Shutters Inc. This is Bruce Williams from ShuttersIncPodcast.com. And, and I'm not. Just, just managing to hold it together for another week from CreativePhotoWorkshops.com.au. Mr. Glenn Lavender, how are you? That's a bit like our tagline for a whole podcast. <laughs> What's that? Just managing to hold it together for another week. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's not, not the best love photography. Just managing to hold it together for another week. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> so how's your week been? It's probably the probably the most descriptive. Yeah. My week. Let's see. Um, let me. Jo- I'm going to do a little calculation. You, you brought it to my head. I'm going to try and put this into um, perspective here. And you, you, you're counting uh, counting the days. Uh, Twenty-two <laughs> times six plus. Uh, twenty five six plus what did I have there? Plus nineteen. Uh, it's been one hundred and fifty one waking hours. That's how my Jeez, week has been. Jeez, dude, that's not good. Yikes! <laughs> ever, ever, uh, the last two nights have been down to one hour a night. Whoa! And, um, and uh, yeah, the average has been like two hours, but I did get one hour, one night of you know, five hours. Wow! Know? So uh, that really screwed me over. I was in a horrible <laughs> mess the next day. Yeah, right. The body starts to remember what sleep is like. So that's um, what, how many days is this now? It's, it's uh, in the last, what's the night? So that's uh, 19, uh, 28 days of, so probably about 60 hours sleep in 28 days. Yikes. Let, let's, let's push it and say 70 is a, probably an outside. Man, so that's, pretty, that's really not good for you. I mean, yeah, today, today I've been a real... Yeah, zombie. Yeah, right. Just, just almost non-functional today, so it's hopefully coming to an end. Wow. I was going to go to bed early tonight. Yeah, I was just <laughs> oh, so tired. Yeah. And I was just like looking at my wife at about to say, it was like this is like the kids are ready to put the kids to bed. It's like, yeah, court date. Yeah. <laughs> I was just looking over my wife. I was just about to open my mouth and go, as soon as the kids are in bed, I'm going to bed too. <laughs> and then I've gone... Oh crap! I've got to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll make it a short one. It's, it's, so. it's been some some positives to oh. being awake twenty plus hours a day. Oh yeah. Um, I've been logging into everybody's live stream, bloody Facebook or Instagram live stream, um, photography streaming, like camera stores, photographers. Yep. Yep. Photo bloggers, everything, everything I'm fine. I'm logging into people everywhere, you know. Yeah, right. I was even down to watching a, a 16-year-old Canadian Cree Indian kid yeah. doing a five-hoop dance the other night. Yeah, right. I'm watching anything, Bruce, because, you know, I have Netflix. <laughs> I've, I've finished YouTube. Right. <laughs> I'm, I even watched your stuff. That's how desperate it's been, you know. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's a lie. That doesn't make you feel good. <laughs> so I've, been, I've been watching, so I've been, uh, especially like a couple of call-outs to uh, Fort Worth Camera in Texas. Right. They've been doing like a daily uh, little blast from their store, so I've been yep. checking in there every day. That's usually about 3 a.m. to 4 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, right. Uh, Englewood Camera in Colorado. They've been doing some some nice uh, f- broadcasts from home. This is just this. Which, what I love about Englewood is their staff. Okay. Decided to do this. Not not the owner. It's just two staff members decided they're going to 
try and keep their, their, their little company's face afloat by being out there daily and just talking photography. Nice. These are, these are, these are reasonably young kids, yeah. yeah, relative to me, obviously, yeah, yeah, twenties, uh, yeah, whatever. Yep. And they, yeah, they were the first podcast, the first live stream I came in on them. They were um, checking out classic photograph photos of the past, like photos like the Hindenburg. Oh wow! Them, but discussing them with with great insight and and, yeah, and right. knowledge and and com- comparisons. And yeah, we're just talking about stuff like um, the Hindenburg disaster would be if it happened now versus then. Yeah, you know, as far. as yeah, it would be live streamed. It would be TikToked. It would be yeah, Snapchatted. It'd have like little bunny ears on it coming down. Yeah, yeah. that have, have there'd be a million angles. Yeah, you know, uh, versus this one or two iconic pictures that we have. Yeah, yeah, uh, and just uh, just how whether that diminishes the impact of an event or increases its impact. Uh, not, not necessarily increases the impact of the, the photo. proliferation yeah. of photos or the absence yeah, of photos? The proliferation. So the more you have of an event, does that build that event up even greater in your uh, eyes or does having just a single iconic image show more impact? And, and, and I relate that, that to something like 9-11. Yeah. You know, there was just so much footage. Yeah, uh, from so many angles, uh, shot by so many people in, be it, be it from helicopters, from buildings, from across the river, from down below, from inside. Yeah, there was all this this myriad of, and to me that built a more compelling, large story, uh, yep. and showed the, the the huge scale of the event and the disaster versus if you had one photo of a building smoking. Yeah. Uh, uh, which is effectively what the Hindenburg was. It was a photo of a of an of a, of a, a airship on fire. Yep. And now all you can do then is put your own imagination to work as to how horrendous that would be. Yeah. Versus, yeah, if you had one photo of uh, of the Twin Towers, and that's all there was. Yeah. Is it, it harder than to imagine then collapsing as an example? Something that in our mind we we, we can't imagine that. Yeah, so how, how do you build that sort of picture in your head? But when you see all the footage of it, yeah, you know, and massive plumes. I think the got, thing that got me the most about that was the massive plumes of smoke, of dust and rubble yeah. that flew through the air and collapsed. Yeah. So the, the size of these things that are coming down yeah. to have this top cloud going just so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lasting memory for me, that a simple photo or even just – a a hundred photos of that event were, wouldn't have quite captured. So they, so they were, they were yeah, really getting into a lot of stuff. I thought that was very clever. And not to diminish the, the, the human impact of any of these events, but just to put a current spin on that exact phenomenon of, you know, the, the mass coverage of an event like 9-11 means that 50 years from now, no one will ever be able to go, oh, that whole thing was a hoax. Like the moon landing was a hoax. You know, like you'll never be able to try and pull that off 50 years from now because there is so much footage, so many photos from so many angles. There is no way that was, you know, could have ever been a coordinated hoax, you know, where, where when there is only one or two images... It gives the propeller heads, you know, fodder for yeah. the <laughs> for the mill, you know. I'm not sure propeller heads are quite the apt phrase. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry. 
but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You say something like the moon landing, which is an iconic piece of footage. But because it was a control, it was controlled by a few people who created the footage. Yeah, that allows this conspiracy to say, you know, no. Yeah, that it was people. shot on a soundstage in, a, yeah. <laughs> in the middle and, of nowhere. Uh, and the thirty-five thousand NASA employees have all kept it quiet for forty odd years, yeah. fifty years, which is rubbish. Um, oh, Fifty-one years. It's, it's, uh, it's yeah. quite amazing itself, isn't it? Yeah. So, so, the, the, so you know, Englewood camera in Colorado. Um, so if you are in the states. Right. Look them up. Have a have a bit of a uh, yeah. Jo- join their their talks. If if you're sitting around doing nothing, doesn't hurt to get in there and chat to other people about something you're passionate about. Yeah. And uh, I, there's a chance I might be on there, both Fort Worth and Englewood. I might be doing a bit of a talking thing with them over the next week or so. Yeah. Cool. So if that, I'm, I'm trying to make sure we have enough notice on that so we can you know broadcast and advertise it. So. Well, if you do, as I know you will naturally promote it on your own yeah. social media channels, but put it on the Shutters Inc. page on Facebook as well. Absolutely. Do we have a Facebook page? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Consistent. <laughs> Yeah, so that would be good. So, and uh, in the, I was supposed to be doing a talk, a, a talk on travel photography that I haven't written yet, right? Uh, for Rosanna Photographic Society in June, but that's now going to go to a Zoom meeting, right? But because it's a Zoom meeting, anyone can dial in. Yeah. So I'll, I'll promote that as well when there's details. I think so. Anyone who wants to, uh, you know, listen to me do a talk on travel photography, and yeah, it's not often the opportunity to do so. Mm. Um, be uh, yeah, it'd be nice to get a. A fair amount of people coming along and having a listen. Yep, absolutely. Pretty good. Uh, so let's see. I haven't been doing any photos, no photography at all. Okay. Uh, the whole week, I've, uh, I possibly did some some iPhone photos. Yeah. Uh, but it's possible I didn't either. No, I <laughs> I did do a photo this week. I went out and shot the supermoon. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, yes. uh, which is still, yeah, when you, when you about it. It's, it's, cool. a, it's yeah. a very high contrast image. Yeah, it's, it's, the blacks are very black. Yes. And, uh, the white are quite white. Too. You, it, was, yeah. it was the film noir approach, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing there. Uh, no detail. Um, <laughs> say, though, um, it's sharp. Oh, very. There's nothing there, but it's Tack. sharp. Tack and sharp, held. mate. Tack. Phone sharp. What? Yeah. Handheld. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're doing that with your big 600mm or something nah. <laughs> Not as old. Anyway, so let's see what else. Um, oh, the um, the Tamron 70 to 180 for Sony's finally got oh, released. The, the 2.8. 2.8, yeah. Yep. It'll be May 14. Right. And I've got one coming to me next week to have a play oh, with. Oh, so. you mongrel. To, you uh, don't have a Sony camera. You should send it to me. I said they'd send me one of those as well, so that's right. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Where's the love? Uh, I, I ask mean, you. What? About, um, you know, obviously, the um, impact of this lockdown across the world. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking at somebody's Facebook page the other day, and uh, this woman had to cancel her show at the Cork Opera House in Ireland. Right. The 10th anniversary show at this place. Yeah. Uh, she cancelled it. It was going to be on on uh, Thursday, Tuesday, March the 31st. Yeah. And she's Psychic Sally. <laughs> uh, 
Does it diminish somewhat <laughs> her abilities? Her credibility? Of bothered booking in the first place. <laughs> but when you think, you think about it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, she's the nation's favourite uh, psychic. Right. She's not the most accurate, obviously. Yeah. You know? Certainly popular. She's not accurate, but she's popular. <laughs> I thought that was rather amusing. Oh, that's, that's, that's another thing going on that uh, I only found out today. It's been going all month, and it goes till the end of the month. Mm-hmm. A whole bunch of people in the U.S. have uh, put together a thing called Mentor Photo. Right. And they're doing basically a, a live conference on photography daily for the whole month. Right. There's people doing talks and all manner of things from – everything that you could possibly be interested in as a photographer, from landscapes to uh, search engines for your website to uh, talking with clients to dealing with big companies to uh, baby photo. They're doing everything. They've got a whole bunch of speakers coming through. It, it's, it's mentor colon photo. You know, right. They joined the group, and uh, there's a whole you know, gamut of stuff happening for the entire month. So if you're bored and wanting something to do, have a guarantee of that. Now, have you ever, have we ever had you, and by, by you, I mean you, because I wouldn't have been here if it was just you, uh, had Peter Eastway on the podcast? I think we did a very long, long time ago. I think it was even before you came on board. Yeah, you should get him along again if he survives. Uh, so he's stuck on, he, he was on his way to Antarctica on a ship. Yeah. Uh, and he's still stuck on the ship because they can't land and no one will accept them landing anywhere. And apparently, 60% of the people on board now have coronavirus. Wow. So, a pretty bleak situation for, for Peter. So, um, yeah, hopefully that's all going to... Um, uh, they're, they're near Uruguay, last I heard. Right. Uh, and someone had to be... Uruguay was the only place who allowed them, someone to be airlifted off there in such a bad way. So I haven't seen any Facebook updates from him, just people wishing him well, other than knowing that he was out there. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. A little, um, little you know, thought out there to him for uh, wishing him well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, strange t- strange times indeed. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, but there's been no updates on his page uh, since 2nd of April. Well, that's probably just a lack of internet availability off the ship. Awesome. Possible, but yeah, this was from the ship, so I don't know, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's, the, it's the Greg Mortimer, uh, Mortimer is the name of the ship. Right. And, uh, yeah. So poor, poor bugger. It's, and, and I think um, there's a couple other people I know who in similar situations are sort of stranded in that sort of situation. Yeah, right. Okay. You want to run through the... You haven't covered the things that you sent me links for. No, no, no. We haven't got up that bit yet. We're still talking about what we've done for the week. Oh, okay. Um, what have you done for the week? I, I painted my photo backdrop. Oh, did you? Yes, yeah, no, I did. Photos. I'm trying to lead it on like you know, a bit more interesting. Build the stories. <laughs> <laughs> and I made a, a YouTube video out of it. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, so I've, so I've, yeah. How not to paint a background. Well, it was a, an interesting process. I, you know, the, I made some mistakes and I learned some stuff, and but I had a lot of fun doing it, and I really like the look of it. And it's been now hanging for oh, probably four days, just waiting for the wrinkles to fall out of the canvas because it tended to wrinkle a bit with the wet paint. Uh, but it looks like the wrinkles are slowly working their way out of the canvas. 
uh, and I'm really happy with the result. Um, but I, I bought three tins of paint and I thought I had bought all acrylic paints, but it turned out that the little sample pot that I bought of a sort of a lighter color, uh, was actually an oil-based enamel. And, but, but it's kind of worked really well. Like the, the watercolor, sorry, the, um, yeah, the acrylics that I've used for the, the main, you know, just filling in the whole of the background and getting rid of the blue and white cloud design that was on the canvas. Um, that's done a great job. Uh, and the, the oil paint that I used for the paint splatter all over the top has got this, you know, it's got a nice oil texture to it. And, uh, yeah, so I'm looking and forward. And the oil's not too reflective. It doesn't have like little shiny hot spots. Or? That's what I'm worried about. I've yet to find out how that's going to respond when I really try and light it properly. I did a, a very quick sample shot with Max uh, last weekend, uh, like a few hours after I'd shot it, uh, uh, painted it. And as you commented, I probably needed to light the backdrop a little more than I did. But only if you wanted lighter. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there's that thing is do you paint it lighter and therefore the only way you can make it darker is to drop exposure off it, which is harder to do in a small space. Yep. Uh, or do you paint it dark and then if you ever need it lighter, you add more light and throw more exposure onto more light yep. exposure onto it because that's easy to do in a small space. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, so to me, if I if I was worrying about backdrops in a small environment, the darker the better. Right. Because you can always make it light. You can't make it dark. Yeah. Right. Light. Yep. Um, you the spill off from your lights on your subject because they're going to have to be gen- generally fairly close to the backdrop. Yep. So um, it takes more effort to to you know, stop it spilling onto there. So yeah. So anyway, I, it was an interesting process, and uh, yeah, I made a, a video of it, but I had some audio issues, believe it or not, with the microphone that I was using. Oh, great. I know. I, and I'd I put, know a guy who's good with audio. Yeah, tell me about it. And I'd put and fresh batteries. It was it was a wireless lav mic, and I'd put fresh batteries in it, uh, and for some reason it just – I, I got a couple of clips where the audio was great and then, and then a couple that were mediocre but usable and then some that were just completely unusable. So I had to replace a lot of my – you know, spoken bits to camera with a, you know, post-recorded monologue. But anyway, I still managed to put a video together of the whole process and, yeah, put that up on video on the on YouTube. So I'll put a link in the show notes if anyone wants to check it out and Has see. Got some views? Has it had some Oh, books? yeah, it's had half, you know, half a thousand views. It's um, not quite up there with your, your dark table. No. No, but then it's not part of the dark table pl- playlist either. So... Um, it's on the, it's on the same channel, but it's not part of that playlist. So I, right from the early days, I, I promoted the playlist more heavily than the channel itself. So yeah. I think a lot of people have bookmarked the playlist, and so they may not have necessarily oh, yeah. Yeah. may not have yeah. necessarily seen the video. Um, and I'm not overly concerned with how many views it gets. Yeah. I just thought I'd put it up there for anyone that was interested. So. Cool. Yeah, but I did see yesterday a great because because you've mentioned a couple of times over the last couple of weeks how you would you know love in this time in history to be able to get out on the streets and photograph the the way our our urban environments are looking with everyone on lockdown. 
Yeah. Uh, and I came across this uh, blog post on broadsheet.com.au, a city holding its breath, Sydney, captured in the time of coronavirus. And there's about uh, there's 58 images in this sequence. Uh, and it's just, you know, all, you know, famous areas, or a lot of it is famous areas of Sydney. Some of it would only be recognisable to Sydney siders, but just... You know, images of streets with no- nothing happening, nobody on them, you know, and, yeah, it's just a bizarre experience, like seeing the steps of the opera house with one person on them. You know? Yeah, yeah no, realistically, if you were to go out there now and do it, well, certainly in Victoria, if you were to go out there now and do it, you'd be, you could be fined. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, you're not allowed. I mean, I've just been having a bit of a run-in on Facebook tonight uh, with a photographer person I know, uh, posted up this video of this person she possibly knows going quite disgustingly rude at the police because they were booking him for washing his car at a car wash at one thirty in the morning. What? And he's calling every effing name under the sun. Yeah. And he's saying, well, I'm an essential I'm an essential services worker. I deliver the food to you that you eat, and this day time I can wash my car. Well, you know, washing your car is not essential. No. Uh, and if you go out and you touch stuff, Yep. And then you get infected and you don't show up for 25 days. Then for 25 days, you're delivering food to people. Yeah. That's why they have bans and stuff like this. You yep. Know? But he's going off. But what astounded me, out of the 20 or 30 responses to this woman's post, everyone was agreeing with the guy. You're kidding. Not one person was agreeing with the poor. And what was even worse, one guy said something like, um, uh, those cops don't, uh, don't, they shouldn't be sworn at. They deserve much worse. Oh, being sworn at. And it's like, so I've had, of course, that red rag to a ball to me. Yeah. 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 So, you know, oh, what a special kind of human being you are was my first comment. Yeah. And then, then I went on about, you know, this is, this is, you know, ridiculous that, you know, that, that any of you are defending this guy and uh, this, this charming p- piece of humanity in brackets, you know? Yeah. Yeah. When he's doing something that's completely non essential, doesn't matter what time of day it is, he knows that it's illegal. Yep. He knows he's not supposed to be doing it. And when he gets pulled up on it, he decides to go to town. Yeah. Know? Yeah, and um, it's like you know, but I've got no business left. My, my business is destroyed. Yeah, you know, I've got no who knows what future. And the longer this goes on for, the harder it's going to be for all of us to come back. Yeah, you know, you've got people out there. Oh, it's on the washing car. You know, are going to make this thing go longer than bloody necessary. So yeah, I'm going to get cranky at people like that. Yeah, I want to be out doing stuff. Yeah, For God's sake, do I want to be out doing stuff? But not at the expense of other people. Yeah, you know. And um, this is. This is I will say, I do feel sorry for the guy. I saw this story on Facebook this afternoon, and it's down in Victoria. This guy that put his push bike in the back of his ute and went for a drive so that he could then get out and go for a push bike ride in the hills where he's away from everybody. He's the only guy in his car. No, it's, the same, it's the same thing. It's <sighs> okay, so two guys in, down here in Victoria. They're yeah. like, oh, we're going to go for a fish. Right. We'll be away from everybody. Well, isolated. No one's near us. Just go, let's get our little boat, get out for a fish. <laughs> They've been seen in three days. And God knows how many emergency workers are out there looking for them for three days when they've got other stuff they could be doing. What if this yeah. guy falls off his bike in the hills? Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it happens. My mate Adam fell off his bike the day he broke, broke his uh, shoulder in four places. Yeah, right. You know, this is pre-lockdown, so not having to go with him. Yeah. But, you know, it's selfish. It's Ignorant, it's bloody, and I agree. Every and people, every, all the pages, I'm, oh, I'm going, there's no one near where I am. Yeah, but what if something happens? What yeah. if your car breaks down? Yeah, what if you run out of petrol? Yeah, what are you going to do? You have no choice but to 
But if you're in your own area, you could walk home. Yeah. Yeah, you know? so there's a reason for it. And yeah. I agree. Look, yeah, people are going, oh, and what's all the conspiracy theorists are out there that you know, <laughs> the government's putting, putting all these mind control things on us. They're, they're, they're trying to 1984 us, and once this thing's over and done with, it'll, it'll never exist. Yeah. And they'll, never get, they'll never get their freedoms back. They'll want us locked up. Oh, here's a great one I heard this week. Uh, they're going to invent a cure uh, uh, for a vaccine for, for COVID. Yeah. But no one's going to be allowed out of the houses till they've been vaxxed. Right. Okay. So until you're until you're vaxxed, you're not allowed to it. So of course now everyone's saying, Oh, this is the government's way, they're gonna have they're gonna put all the vaccines for all the stuff they want to give you <laughs> and put it in this one injection. <laughs> you know, and therefore they're gonna override all the all the, uh, all this, there's people in England burning down five G phone yeah, towers. Yeah, I know. Because I think five G Because they're idiots. Or, yeah. They're saying there's no such thing as coronavirus. What we're seeing is the effects of five G. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so what's up? Yeah, yeah, you get your bike, you go for a ride, um, but you know, it's not you can't look at the micro, you can't look at one person's incident, you gotta look at the whole. If yeah. everybody did it, yeah, shit's gonna happen. Yeah, so X amount of those people going out, something's gonna happen to them. Yeah, out of those X amount of people going out, other people are gonna have to go out there and help them. Yeah, and doof, doof, yep. doof, doof, yeah, fair and, enough. And this, yeah, washing his car one thirty in the morning. Oh, it can't be hurting anyone. It's one thirty in the morning. Well, what if what if some someone was there at one o'clock in the morning, touched the broom that he used to wash the car down with? He's got COVID. He's got it now on the broom. Yep. We all know it can last a couple of hours. He gets onto him. Yep. He doesn't show symptoms for twenty five days. Yeah. You know, and is, is some people don't show any symptoms, and they go they, they go through the whole thing and get cured and didn't feel sick for one minute. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole time, they're capable of passing it on to people, you know? Yeah, exactly. And this guy's a food. They're delivering food to you, fruit and vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, well, fruit and vegetables, your hands are hot, you know? Yeah. yeah, you can feel some sort of empathy. It's like the woman, there's a woman down here taking her kid, a 16-year-old kid, for learner's driver's lessons. Yeah. You know, learner's permit lessons. She got a $1,600 fine, which the police then revoked. But she shouldn't have because it's not essential. No. She shouldn't have been. But what I didn't get, the only thing I objected to was not the $1,600 fine for the for the learner driver. There should have also been a $1,600 fine for the woman teaching. Yes. And then, then, yeah. There's six playing, in the back, playing cricket in the backyard, got a $1,000 fine each because they, they'd broken social distancing laws. What, in their own backyard? Oh, it's like in the side street or whatever. But either way. They're breaking social distancing laws. They're not supposed to be. They're not. They're not from the same family. They've all come together to play this game, right? And then they're all going to places to after that. Yeah. There's one. The funniest ones. A, a, a group of you know young people got done last night for holding a party. They'd never heard of the virus. They didn't know there was a lockdown. What? They <laughs> blinked in their own little TikTok world. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, I don't happened. believe that at all. Yeah. Yeah, you just take it with a grain of salt, of course. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Anyway. So I get, I, I, I understand essential travel. I understand, yeah, essential jobs. Yeah. Yeah. But my good, and so so plainly put up on Facebook uh, today, uh, guys over Easter, just stay home. Yeah. I want to see my family sometime this year. Yeah, exactly. And, and the lighter end of the spectrum of you know, of what's happening, you know, and pe- people. My a very good friend of mine's dad died a couple of days ago unexpectedly. Yeah, right. And uh, guess what? Yeah, can't go to the funeral. Yeah, because he's in Canada. Yeah. And so what? Would, so she had to watch her dad get buried this morning. Yeah. His, uh, sister live streaming on her mobile phone. Yeah, right. That's pretty bloody horrible, you know. Yeah. 
especially when she was really close to her dad. Yeah. Know? So that's yeah. So this we need to we need to get this over and done with. Yeah. Yeah. Woken up now. That's not good. <laughs> not now. Anyway, the uh, the. 58 photos of Sydney uh, are definitely worth having a look at for uh, anyone that's interested. Uh, Maybe should be just talking from, from like, um, you know, um, traffic cameras. What about them? Well, taking all the photos of isolated country from traffic cameras. You know, it wouldn't be kind of cool oh, to okay. do yep. all, all, the, all the security cameras. You know, be able to link into security cameras and, uh, yeah, traffic cameras and show what the world's like empty. Yeah. You know, without have humans. It'd be kind of really kind of cool. Like, it's like the robots are taking over the capturing of the environment because there's no people there to do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I'm not kind of liking that idea. Yeah, right. Carl sent us a couple of emails through the week, and one was another massive list of things to entertain or occupy your brain for a few hours during the lockdown, uh, and it's all broken down into segments. There's a... a Half uh, four four links of TVs and TV shows and films that are worth watching that are photography related. Uh, some Disney One Day stuff, some training stuff, some books, some make stuff, some events, some social media. Uh, Got to say, Carl, absolutely crap social media list. There's a bunch of podcasts in there, and we're not in it, so you failed on that. Uh, and software, there's some software stuff there as well. But uh, no, great list, did, Carl. Did you stuff on YouTube? Did he mention? Did he mention? So look at software. There's nothing there about bloody um, dark table, line table, or whatever you call it. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, that's right. But he also sent us one. And he said, "Hi Bruce and Glenn, a photographer I follow got featured in Space dot com. Check out his interesting nebula like photos. I'll put the link up in the show notes. Basically, this the images look like a nebula, like it looks like a you know super duper duper long telescope." you know, looking out into the depths of space. But it's actually the separation of first and second stages of a rocket. That's cool. Just outside the Earth's atmosphere. And it's a particular effect that happens when the the two halves of the rocket have separated and they're going in their opposite directions. Like the first stage is firing rockets that will send it back to Earth, while the second stage yeah. is firing off its rockets to send it further out into space. Um, and, and it just, yeah ends up with these crazy nebula-like type images. So, um, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if these are true colours or somewhat... I don't know. Hard, shall we say, to give you that nebulosity kind oh, of look. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, they're pretty cool. Yeah. So Ooh, thanks yeah. for that, Carl. Nice. All right, mate, that's that's me done. What do you got? I've got nothing. Uh, no, I have. I've got a little, I don't know what I've got. Yeah, three what things. I have. Did I? Thing number three. Thing number one. Remember, think, I, talked, I think it was last week or the week before... That yeah, I came up with the idea to do um, like Zoom portraits. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. Now people are doing it everywhere, Bruce. It's taken off, right? Uh, so I've got two here. There's a guy here. Um, who got onto Petapixel. He's doing portraits through FaceTime. Right. Yeah, we talked about a guy last week who was doing model stuff. This guy's doing things. But they've got two. And there's this one guy who's doing. He's doing wet plate portraits over video chat. <laughs> <laughs> This <laughs> is gold, but um, yeah, that, that, that's that's uh, that's just so it's just two two examples of what people are doing. So, and I'm, I would I'm going to be really cool to do a um, a project of FaceTime Zoom type portraits of the elderly. 
Okay. Because the organ had this befuddled expression on their face because they've got no idea what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be all these sort of expressions of, um, oh, uh, did I press that? And, and they're the moments you want to capture. Yeah. Yeah, it's very hard to capture uh, uh, what it's like for an older person to learn technology. Yeah. If you're shooting from the webcam that they're staring at it getting confused, I yep. mean, you couldn't get a better perspective than that, Bruce. No. <laughs> so I've thrown that idea out there. Let's see who takes it and runs with that. If, I wouldn't suggest a wet plate. It might take a bit too long. Yeah. Because that expression's fleeting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the last thing I just stumbled across, I put a photo of mine up last night, yesterday, um, on Facebook. That, uh, and, I, and I said in the comments that there's not many photos I take that I enjoy going back and looking at. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but this is one of them. Okay. And it's got a, a kind of a painterly, sort of Last Supper kind of feel to it, a bit of a, yes. bit of a renaissance. And uh, and then and then I, by chance tonight came across Google have an app called Arts Culture which is a, a phenomenal resource if you're going to look into the world of art and, and, and you know, look, dive in on artists and, and styles and, and you know, all sorts of stuff. Hmm. Uh, but it also allows you to take your photos and artify them. Oh, okay. Uh, in the style of that person. Right. So in the style of Mona Lisa or in the style of the Munch's The Scream or uh, yeah, Van Gogh's self-portrait, all this kind of stuff. Right. So I put so I put that photo through a few of those and I put them up on Facebook as well tonight. Right. It's kind of a kind of interesting interesting experiment to do. And it certainly does. It certainly has a, some interesting effects. And I think yeah, right. And, and on, on some of the styles, it really sort of enhances the, the painterly feel. Yeah. It's a bit too abstract, but it's interesting. Oh, I see. You've used the same image, but using yeah, different image. effects. Right, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah so I think it has more impact if you use the same image and uh, yeah. try different styles. Yeah, nice. Yeah, well, you've got a quantifiable sort of result you can look at. Yeah. Uh, so that was a bit interesting. It's yeah, a bit that's fun. very cool. Yeah. Nice. So that's it. That's, um, awesome. That's all I got. Excellent. Well, happy to have a short one. Might go to bed then. <laughs> you do 9:30. that. 9.30. Uh, might get sleep until 3 or something if I'm lucky. Uh, <laughs> Will you enjoy your Easter? Oh, as people. Take care, everybody. Um, the, uh, the the Australian government has put out an exemption for the Easter bunny here. Yes. Which is good. <laughs> yes. Uh, so hopefully other, other areas have got exemptions as well. And... Uh, for those who practice the religion of the bunny, all, all that uh, he doesn't pass over them, and he delivers them. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. <laughs> See, I did that. Yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. We'll talk to you next week. No, right, take care, everybody. See ya. Bye. Shutters Inc. Another audio to you. quality podcast. For questions, comments and feedback, email theboys at shuttersinpodcast.com.